Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to ActivesPirituality.life with Pamela Cuccinell and Susie Mazzoli. We are coming up now, rounding up to the end of this year. Can you believe it? Absolutely not. <laughs> Week 44 is ahead of us, uh, starting with Monday, November the 1st, 2021. And Pamela will provide for us, as always, a very reliable uh, forecast for the week. Get your calendars out, take your pencils and start note-taking, and I'll be back in about 20 minutes for our meditation. So, Pam, how does the beginning of November look? Well, the beginning of November, and um, since I live in Mexico, I have to mention these two days are a celebration of Day of the Dead, actually even preceding. So it's an it, it, and it's an interesting time of year for so many reasons. The sun is in the sign of Scorpio, uh, and Scorpio energy uh, definitely reminds us that our time here is finite. So it's one of the really brilliant and beautiful things a culture like. Mexico is always reminding us about is that our time here is limited and other than being you know some people might think that's depressing but it actually really helps people to live in the moment and enjoy what's in front of them so it can be a very gratitude and present way of living for some of us, this may be troubling, uh, November 1st, uh, not necessarily what I just talked about, but the day of November 1st in the morning up until uh, early afternoon, Eastern time is what I do. So please adjust depending on where you are on the planet. But what's going on is the, the moon is in the sign of Virgo. And there may be a feeling for some of us that it's not enough. What we're doing isn't enough, that uh, we're not able to connect the dots between having our needs met and also getting what we want in life. And so it's a really useful morning, early afternoon to be kind of noticing if that's coming up for you or someone close to you is if you're feeling any of that or someone you're working with or close to is feeling some of that, become aware of this sort of energetic disconnect, which is how I would see it. Then we can actually respond differently. It's when we're not aware that um, some people may get 
whiny or complaining or feeling like they're getting slighted or um, not articulate that, but act in ways that are not aligned with what is best for everyone concerned. And ideally, the best way to move through life or with people close to us, or even if they aren't close to us, if it's a shopkeeper or someone you're having a brief exchange with, just be aware that some people may be a bit out of sorts in the early part of the day. And we may be able to have an effect with a positive response, or we may not. But what's most important is to be conscious if you are in this kind of energy that's about how can I feel good in this situation, even though it's it's not meeting my needs. So not always easy to do. Sometimes uh, the, the most valuable piece is to observe it, disengage if that can happen, and just not make the situation worse. That's probably the ideal. And if there's a financial concern or piece to this, again, do your best not to make this, this situation worse. Once it passes, when the moon is void, of course, at one o'clock in the uh, afternoon, Eastern time, then we're in this void, of course, energy through 7.11 p.m. when the moon enters Libra. Now, before I talk about the moon in Libra, let's finish talking about most of the afternoon into the early evening on Monday. So this time is fantastic for cleaning up. So when the moon is void, of course, we are best served by not initiating something. And this is this is even strengthened by the fact that we're in the waning moon cycle. The new moon happens on Thursday. So this afternoon, early evening is fantastic for clearing out old business, for finishing up something you've already got in progress, for really doing deep therapeutic work, if that's available to you or you're working in it. Um, it's, it's a very productive period of time as long as we utilize it correctly. When the moon enters the sign of Libra, now we're in the what I would call the the flow part of this week. Uh, it is moving in a way that is really helping to solidify, strengthen, and make clear what's going on in relationship, especially. And it doesn't mean necessarily intimate relationship, but how to discuss, define, understand what has been going on. And it is, there's a Mercury-Pluto picture in the sky, which isn't necessarily easy, <clears throat> but it does really, um, I, it supports one's ability to challenge, define, tease out the difficult um, passages, research. Uh, this this is tremendously powerful for those of us who are willing to like do that. 
So this evening can be very, very strong for understanding something that maybe in the past has been difficult to articulate. Not necessarily easy, but um, nonetheless very powerful. On Tuesday, Election Day in the United States, the the energy of the moon in Virgo, uh, moon in Libra, is looking for fairness. Is looking to balance the the picture. So whether we're talking about politics or not, <clears throat> depending on where you live or who you encounter, the conversation or feeling or momentum will be a lot about how do we get to points of balance and really better ability to compromise and bring in fairness. So this will probably inform people who are actually voting on this day, but uh, voting aside, it also would have a lot to do with basically being the champion for something that needs to be articulated or um, defined, but also really getting coming to terms with what makes sense to bring balance and equality to certain situations, relationships, and negotiations. <clears throat> on Wednesday the third, uh, rather, on Wednesday the third, the opportunity or really like juicy energy time for just really finishing up and getting very clear on um, what you want to do as you enter the next new moon cycle. That occurs just afternoon into about 6.32 p.m. when the moon goes void, of course. So that sets up an afternoon that is so much about what is it you're finishing up, shelving, throwing out the window, <laughs> moving on from because you are composting things that are useful to you or that no longer serve in the ways they used to, and you're setting yourself up for um, inviting in really new, fresh, transformational energy that comes with the Scorpio new moon tomorrow. So really, really powerful um, period at 6.32 p.m., that's when the moon goes void, of course, and it's void, of course, for about an hour and a half when it, uh, is that right? No, um, two and a half hours, when it enters the sign of Scorpio at 8.52 p.m. So once this happens, wow, now this is a new moon I've been looking at for a while. It basically sets up what happens with the lunar activity as we get towards the end of the year, which um, at which point in time we will encounter more eclipse energy. But I think what it, the Thursday, the fourth new moon in Scorpio that occurs exactly at 5.15 p.m., it's not an eclipse, but it is a incredibly dynamic new moon for bringing in real transformation and change. 
not easy. And the reason it's not easy is because one of the things that's happening is that new moon is infused with the energy from the Pluto in Capricorn. So that means it's really strengthened. The water energy is strengthened by how do we create a new reality, new paradigms? What is it that has to break down before we can resurrect and renew? So it's a lot of very um, direct uh, power about passing through the difficult parts to get to the re, um, reorientation parts. And one thing about <clears throat> Pluto, and we're all experiencing this and have been since 2008 <laughs> and earlier, we're experiencing the breakdown of old models, old ways of being. And for some of us, it's been easier than, for, than others. But regardless, any people who go, and we all go through Pluto transits if we live long enough at some period or another. And some of us are born with very strong Plutonic um, connections. And what it does is it's not like any of us signs up and says, ooh, ooh, I can't wait to go through that Pluto, Pluto experience. We don't. We don't want to do it. Um, but once we're in it, there's there's no escape. We have to. We have to go through it. And once we're through it, which oftentimes people will say, um, that was like one of the worst experiences of my life or the most painful or whatever. We get through it and our lives as we process are actually better, but not until we basically go through hell because that's what Pluto does, it takes us through uh, a hell. And that's what it feels like, Pluto and Capricorn. It's like we are all um, limited. We are all seeing the world as we knew it basically go away. And, you know, depending on your orientation to that world, well, that can be bad and good. Uh, but the thing about this new moon in Scorpio is it's inviting us to design what that new world looks like. But it does it at the same time that Uranus is in opposition to um, the sun moon. So Uranus is in opposition to that new moon configuration. And so basically what that sets up, when you look at it, if the sun is how we shine in this lifetime, what we actually manifest and, and make happen. And the moon is our soul energy, our emotional self. With Uranus, the planet of change and rebellion in direct opposition to that stuff changes breaks down who we thought we were and especially if this uh, new moon at 12 degrees scorpio 40 minutes if if that's 
actually on a point in your personal horoscope. You are in a transition that is going to feel, operate, seem different. And it doesn't mean you are not still you. Ideally, what happens after we go through this eye of the needle is we're more who we are than we've ever been. So this doesn't necessarily happen on November the 4th, but we invite this energy in. And for some of us, there may certainly be some unexpected occurrence or surprise or inspiration, something that comes in and it's like, whoa. Um, for others, it may not be that noticeable, but we can invite in that I am willing to change. I am willing to be one of the startups of this new world. I am here, present, and willing to live in the world as it is becoming. And I'm part of the becoming, too. November 5th, <clears throat> we're, we're in that new moon energy juice. And so in the morning, it's it might be, well, let's start putting things in place, seeing where, and, and there could be a lot of opportunities and options that come in for some of us. And after the early morning into noonish, this can be a time when we really feel that opportunity phase coming in. And once again, it doesn't mean that you start something at that moment, but paying attention to it, putting a symbol on your altar, uh, writing something down, defining what it is you want to go for and create and manifest over the next month, six months, year, years. This is excellent, excellent time to do it. Incredibly fecund, incredibly rich, pulling on the best aspects of everything that's been in the past that you've learned from and where you're directing towards your future and the future, if you will, of the world. So at 12.10 p.m., the moon goes void, of course, and it's void, of course, until 8.52 p.m., when it enters Sagittarius. Again, great afternoon, early evening for putting things in place, for what it is you want to have happen, for doing whatever needs to be done to slough off old stuff and invite in the new, anything therapeutic, really directly engage with. <clears throat> and once the moon enters Sag, now we're in the, okay, horse out of the gate. We are starting to really book. And so when I look at Saturday the 6th and Sunday the 7th, we are in this like really fast forward arc. Um, don't get in my way. I'm moving. And the best time is really Saturday. That is really dynamic for putting the invitations, overtures out, um, uh, launching perhaps something that you really want to get off the ground. 
know that in the late afternoon, early evening, there might be something that just sort of kind of comes up from behind. You didn't expect it or see it coming. Not necessarily bad. It's just really asking that you adapt to whatever might be presented. It might be something that actually augments or enhances whatever it was you were trying to do. Or it might be something that is like, oh, you know, I have a nice candy apple over here. And you want to basically say, nah, not now. I am going for what I'm going for. You decide. But that's where the adaptability comes because uh, it may be that, wow, that's a that's a shortcut that's worth taking, or it may be, wow, that's going to be a detour that really throws me off course. And sometimes the detours actually take us very interesting places. So <laughs> doesn't mean there's a right or wrong. It just means the most important thing is to stay conscious and aware of what the overall goal or task is. On Sunday, the 7th, the moon goes void, of course, at 8.44 a.m. That morning actually is very, very good creatively. We may wake up with dreams or those who are up early or meditate early or may be like, huh, what does that look like? Or, huh, where do I go with that? And so you might just let it gestate because it may be presenting you with something very, very informative and helpful that you come to realize better as we get to that 8.44 a.m. point. The moon does not enter the next sign until 8.03 p.m. when it enters Capricorn. So Sunday is a great day to take off take off in nature, um, work your body in ways that you're, you know, are kind to your body, your body is used to, if you don't exercise a lot, you know, just a, um, a gentle walk. If you do exercise a lot, you know, go for it. Um, it's just a, a very, very rich day to be in nature. If nature is not available to you, then delve into a book, um, see a movie, do things that just basically help you kind of transcend and escape for a while. When the moon enters the sign of Capricorn at 8.03 p.m., this sets up very strong energy for how we plan our week ahead and the best way to navigate what's in front of us. And it leads into a very dynamic week, which I'll talk more about next week. And now I turn it over to Susie. Okay, so just a couple of like simple things happening in November. (laughs) (laughs) At the beginning and dynamic weeks coming and big, big moons. Okay, so let's try and take some little space just to contemplate and meditate. And I invite everybody, as always, to just take 10 minutes now. Take a few deeper breaths. Feel yourself arriving. We can put down our pencils and close our eyes, sit with a nice straight back and just take a few deeper breaths. And as we are now just digesting the 
information of the week ahead, knowing that there are some um, perhaps some things that we might be coming up with, just knowing that we're able to deal these, deal with these now with grace and gentleness. And as we take a few deeper breaths, just feeling the energy of our spirit, that higher consciousness, the energy of who we really, really are on that very, very deep level, just let that really sink in. So we're going deep, deep, deep. Above all of our superficial, getting things done, all of that, just going really, really deep into what is life. I am here, I am alive. And as we deepen into that place, we might feel a little bit of like a catch, like when you're catching on something we might feel a little bit of a hook or discomfort as we deepen into more more of what we are beyond the superficial and as we're deepening in just notice if it's a smooth transition and as we're Moving into that place, knowing that this is a time of, of major change on so many levels in our world, in ourselves, knowing that things that we consider our reality will change and are changing and that we are going to be passing through some difficult parts but from this difficulty we're able to recreate to pivot to change and to imagine and bring into reality things situations conditions experiences that we want And as we go into like a level of, let's just call it acceptance now, that we accept that change is there, change is always there, change is perhaps the only thing that we know, it's definitely going to be happening, nothing is ever the same. And as we feel the acceptance of change, which for many of us is, it's very difficult. We like to hold on tight. We like to work really hard to create a particular condition and then we're very upset when it somehow falls apart. But it's the nature of our world. It's the nature of our reality. It's the nature of what this consciousness is now engaged in. This world, our 3D world or whichever way you'd like to see it, our world is constantly changing because just on the atomic level, everything is always moving. And when we look at 
the cycles of life, there are cycles. There's beginnings and there's endings. And as we appreciate this and understand this, as we really accept it for what it is, we know that this change, we can call it inevitable, but we also have a very intrinsic role to play in the change in that we are able to make actually our reality. We are able to put into our vision, to put into our mind what is it that we truly are looking for and building. So as we're looking at this, again, we are accepting the change and accepting the breaking down of perhaps old ways in ourself, but also the breaking down of, of major concepts or, or actual 3D realities, institutions. The world is changing when we're looking at um, the justice system or social justice, environmental justice, very big things are happening in our world and our world must change for us to survive, to thrive. Simply changing our ways individually can bring about global change. So as we feel this acceptance, as we invite change for a better life, for a better earth, for all beings, all beings everywhere, from the worms to the bees to the butterflies to the trees, the plants, the crops that we plant on our farms, to all of the humans and all of the animals and the preservation of those very specific environments that everybody lives in. Let us create that world. And it begins by us allowing change, by looking at those things that have held us back or restricted us, that scare us things that we're afraid of, to really take them, look at them, experience them, feel them. Perhaps this is the time now when we can really let ourselves be challenged to not be skirting away all the time or avoiding those things that we fear, but by really addressing really engaging, knowing that we are spiritual beings, that we are beginningless and endless, that all of this around us, we can consider the play of our mind, the engagement of consciousness, and allowing ourselves to have this bigger picture 
for our future. And as we do this, we fill the opening, the opening where flowers can blossom, the opening where miracles can happen, the opening where people change, where people change their behaviour and their attitudes, where we can become fearless, no longer afraid, no longer filled with anxiety, but filled instead with this extremely powerful feeling of we can do this, that I am able to do this. No matter what the challenge is, that I am able to break down all of these difficult parts of myself and arise, come through the other side. That pain and suffering are all methods of purification that allow us to come through to the other side. And when we're on the other side of it, we recognise how strong we actually are and how much compassion we're capable of. Taking a deep breath, gently opening our eyes, we welcome, we welcome this new moon and we welcome the change. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of ActiveSpirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, ActiveSpirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share. And have a great week.